0: good day to all my sexy bitches and hoes Uh, i hope you are having the best week ever i know i am Uh, since it's valentine's week anita and i decided to grace you with two episodes this week Um, thank you again for all your support and for listening in every time we publish something we really appreciate it and we promise to keep giving you the best ho content you can find on this planet Speaking of valentines, I hope you found our do's and don'ts to spice up your weekend helpful. Let us know. Lube up your fingers, slide into our DMs and let us know. Did you have your man's legs shaking in the air and him drooling like a dog and selling his soul to the devil for Dari? Tell us everything we really want to know. Anyway, today we have a treat for you. We're going to give you a masterclass on hoeing since Anita and I have been hoeing since 1900. So sit back, pour a glass of wine or down it, have a shot or two of tequila and enjoy today's class. So let's talk about the different age groups of men that you will meet i'll categorize them uh, like in maybe five year age differences um that i've personally interacted with um throughout my my hoeing my whole life um and they all tend to men that fall in these age brackets tend to have the same characteristics maybe you might find one in a million that's different but You know, according to the ones that I've interacted with and a lot of my friends have interacted with, they seem to have the same traits. So let's start with the early 20s. And I interacted with them mostly in university um, because that's really where I met them. So first of all, young men, they're like fucking rabbits. Always horny, 25-8. You will never find a time when these men don't want to have sex. They're always ready. And that was the best thing about them. Like if you were horny, they were horny. Like there's, it's like a dog with a bone. The minute they see the bone, they're horny, right? And they're very experimental. But they're broke and mostly live with their parents. And if they live alone, maybe it's like at a hostel or somewhere closer to school in an apartment. That's always dirty. They always have dirty houses and you can rest assured that you will always buy the condoms, right? Um, At my age, I would not recommend it. I'm 25. I would not date my age or younger just because of those issues because um, they don't cater to me anymore. But if you're much younger than I am and you're just looking for sex, you can get it and you will get it. So late 20s are... Okay... I tend to like guys who are in their late twenties or early thirties, but an issue that Anita and I have found with guys in their late twenties is that they're obsessed with the idea of marriage and relationships like this societal need for them to be married at that time and have their own home and have kids and blah, blah, blah. So they are very, unlike guys who are in their early twenties, they are very obsessed with the idea of marriage and relationships. Um, but they're also really career driven. If you meet the right ones, and they have more decent things to talk about than you know, guys in their early twenties who just want to talk about being rappers and I don't know what. Um, they make decent money to spoil you. So if money is your love language, you can find some there. Some are still broke. I know some that are broke, but they're very career driven. So eventually, they will. Ha- they still usually have money to spoil you. And others are rich, rich. So I tend to like this age bracket. Early 30s, I love it because they are rich, they have money and when you are casually dating and you want someone to take you home but you don't want to go to their home, you don't want to go to your home either, they would usually give you like spoil you with a better hotel, you know, like I've been taken to really nice hotels for like two hours You know just for sex. And that's it. They don't have to pay that amount of money to stay there. But they do it because. You know they got the money to spend it. So. Um, Mid. Mid 30s. I only have experience with one. He was married and broke. So would not recommend. uh, Unsubscribe from that channel too. I've never experienced anyone in their 40s. But their 50s. Yes. And. This is the guy that I went home with on my birthday last year. And once he put a condom on, he couldn't get it up. So they talk a lot, uh, but they don't have much to back it up with. Well, in my experience, they didn't have much to back it up with. And they are raised in a very, very like patriarchal um, society. So they tend to be, they tend to speak on topics that are very, that are, like can be triggering to someone who is liberated like I am like they are not usually for the LGBT community they think women have certain roles they are very strict on their gendered roles and so unless he has good dick run babe but usually they got money so I mean if you can stomach it take it
1: so I've been hoeing for a minute now like a really hot minute a long long ass minute but Whatever it is, um, from the time I think I was 18 or was I 19, I can't remember, to like mid-20s. you now, so uh, the one thing that I really wanted to do was date different types of men and just basically gauge. There's something that Wendy Williams liked to say on her show, I don't know if she still says it now. She's always, date different types of men, you know? Uh... They older, younger guys, and just like experience it all. And so basically, this is my review and tips on which men you should definitely avoid. And maybe stay with. So I'll start from the 20s, right? Um, men in their early 20s. <sighs> I kind of don't like the stage. Because basically, these men are... say it without being coming off really uh, mean. They're boring. They're still so young. They don't know their place in the world. There's that um useful cockiness to them that is not adorable at all, which is kind of annoying. There's also in that stage where they feel they know it all but they don't know jack shit. Um there's nothing exciting there honestly. Nothing exciting. Uh they're good for sex though. If you They also don't have the best rhythm, unless they, like, really took the time to actually learn about sex. But they don't have the best rhythm. They're just very much, they'll go on for hours and hours, you know. They'll always get it up, it's always going to be hard. That's a plus side. If you're just looking for someone to just fuck and not see at all, yeah, definitely go for the guy in the 20s. Mid-20s guys are, never been with them. no, 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 no. I was actually with one. They're not really good fuckers, really, if you ask me. Not really good fuckers. Not really good with conversation. They just really want to go to the club all the time. Want to be with their friends. It's nothing exciting there. So like I said, still in the same category as early 20s guys. Mid 20s guys, I stay the fuck away from this group. Oh my fucking fuck. They are, they're looking for marriage. They're looking for babies. They're looking for a wife. So that's basically what they're looking for. And when you're on your hot girl shit, that's the last shit you want. Because you know, you want to be with different types of men. You want to experience life. You don't want to be held down by one man and then make an honest woman out of you. You're not ready for that shit. So if you're not ready for that shit, just avoid this group. There's just like this rush to get married that really annoys me. And the sex, some are really fucking pathetic. They're horrible well some wow they just know their shit they honestly know their shit um the next group early 30s guys my fucking favorite honestly i have this rule i've had this rule for the last couple of two years where like i would only be with men in their early 30s let me give a specific reason for why i love this man right First of all, they've gotten over the phase of wanting to get married and have babies so you don't have to deal with that bullshit. Secondly, they're fucking older, right? So they are more confident, more cocky, they're more established in life. They kind of know their place in like, in the world. So yeah, definitely go for them. They're great for conversation, they're great to have fun with, they're great to have sex with. And then you basically move on. I have a theory about when you want to seriously date... Okay, this isn't really the episode for seriously dating, but if seriously dating, just try and date people who are in your age group, it's easier. Um, men in their mid-30s mid, 40, mid 30s can't stand them, most of them are divorced, and they just want to complain about their ex-wives, and basically they're looking for a woman to manipulate, and looking for someone else to add adapt to the baby list, really can't stand them. Uh, men in their late 30s, um, they're exciting, they spoil you. Um, not really great at the sex because honestly their body is starting to fill them. Men in their 40s are probably bitter about their ex-wives. Um, some are really cultured, really, really cultured, but nothing exciting there. Um, I can't really say if I've been with men who are in their 50s or 60s because maybe they lied. But from that age group that didn't feel they were 40, I feel they're battling with, um, the race is it race for youth race to you whatever it is honestly they're battling with their youth and so they're so desperate to be young again so really wouldn't recommend so i don't need to give you tips on basically how to handle poor men because honestly as someone who's hold with poor men it's been an experience a very interesting traumatizing embarrassing experience Um, I will not talk about it because I really don't want anyone going down that route. The least you can do is at least go for well-to-do men, very rich men, okay-to-do men. (sighs) This isn't even about planning on relationships. I won't even tell you shit about go for the one who's at least ambitious. Nah, nah, bitch, nah. You are hoeing. Hoeing is a whole different experience, right? You are trying to... It's basically about creating memories and living life to the fullest right dating as many men as possible or it could be one man or three or four or five men whichever it is that you're comfortable with basically it's dating on your terms without um the ideals of uh commitment at the end of it so trust me if you're having fun you don't want to be having fun with a guy who where the most romantic place can ever take you to is Hungry lion it's great it's cool it's nice no one shaming Hungry lion here but if you're hoeing, there's a whole other world out there, okay? You could be experiencing so fucking much. So I'll focus on the rich guys. So, um, oh, first of all, one point when two points when it comes to the poor guys, there's the stingy broke guy and there's the generous broke guy who will kind of help you get money i mean not get money he'll basically try and spoil you here and there with what he can and i think it's really really sweet if you're a teenager but i feel like if you're hoeing you need to up your game so i usually my tip is the poor guy live in for sex he's great for sex and uh, don't try and make yourself go through so comfortable experiences where he takes you to The lamest place that you wouldn't want to go to for a date, or he breaks bank instead of saving money to kind of start up a business and what he's spending thousands and thousands of like whatever currency that you use, basically trying to take you out when he knows he can't afford it. So it's kind of like a mercy. So just like keep them for fucking. So I prefer to date rich men, at least well to do men, because first thing, there's a certain level of confidence that you. That rich men have that poor men will never have and this isn't even a shaming thing it's the idea of knowing they can afford anything knowing that their biggest worry isn't electricity bill or what their biggest worry is raising millions of dollars for a project that kind of rich you know men who want to make big industrial deals that type so The first thing I'm going to tell you about these men is that in as much as they are sexy and confident and they can afford anything, they can be fucking assholes. And fucking assholes who feel because they have money, they can get any woman they want and that you're going to bow down to them and be so fucking grateful that a rich man likes you. First thing, fuck that man. All men are dull and stupid, okay? So if you're a man listening to this, boo-hoo, I'm really, really sorry, but yes, I'm one of those people that believe women are the superior gender. But even some men will be with me. Men will fall over themselves trying to get you. Okay? So the first thing, when you show them that you really don't care about the money, yeah, the money is good, but if you don't care about the fucking money, they will do everything to fucking impress you. So don't let them belittle you because you don't have as much money as them. First of all, the patriarchy has done some really fucked up shit to women, so this is why we don't even end half as much as men, and it would take 200 years for us to even... Be able to earn half as much as men. More or equal to men, whichever it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there's that. Be confident. Don't let them bully you. Second thing, always talk about your hassle. Always talk about the work that you do. Even, it's wasted on poor men, really, unless they've got connections. But with rich men, always talk about what you do. What are you studying in school? You know, uh, where do you work? Talk about your work experiences. Never be too afraid to push for a job. Talk about how you hate your job and how you'd like something better and stuff like that. If you're like, like me, if you like do a lot of act- activism work and stuff, that's how you find your fucking funders. I'm telling you. Talk to these men who've got the privilege to, and have access, to these spaces that you don't have. Don't come out of hoeing just knowing, oh, I dated a rich man once. No. Date him, have your fun, have the great sex, have the whole experience, but push for fucking jobs because you can fucking get them, push for funding. heck, I know a girl who's uh this man she hoard with who literally sponsored her masters, so you can fucking get this shit. Don't sit down thinking what and what you have to whore smart, okay. This is like see, I hope you' are writing down all these notes, so always make sure you have these things, and where do you meet these men? You will not meet them at Skybar, okay. You will meet them, go to places where rich men are found. And rich men, most of them like cultured stuff. They like stuff that's low-key, that's fun. And sometimes you could even find them in the club. But which club are you finding them at? So basically, go to places where these men can be found. Um, Yeah, just put yourself in a door where you can have access to these men. And when you do find them, maybe in the middle of the street, remember, always talk about your business.
0: So when I was younger... Um well, before I reunited with my best friend, I used to date people either younger than me or... And by dating, I mean casual dating. Like I would go on dates with people who are younger than me or my age. And of course, unless they come from a family with money, they are still in the beginning of their careers, still, you know, trying to find themselves and sort their shit out, probably still in university, just like I was. So they didn't have expendable money like they didn't have money that they could spend on luxury things so if we went on dates we'd probably split the bill or maybe we'd go out on a date one day they would cover it and the next day I would or we would just probably chill at their house and watch tv and you know have sex and things like that but um the older I have gotten my tastes have changed. And of course, there's nothing wrong with being broke. Like, we've all lived that life. Like, we all find our own paths and things like this. So, this is not to shit on broke people. But I think that everybody has their preferences when it comes to dating. And if you want to date a rich man, then go for it. And I would 100 especially in casually, casual dating, I would 100% advise that these are the men that you should go for. And this is why... So with younger men, like, you know, your types of dates are not going to be, or not only with younger men, but just broke men. You're not going to have a lavish type of um, uh, date or you're not going to go to a nice hotel or he's not going to buy your drinks when you're out at the club. And And it's okay it's act 100% women it is okay for you to like rich men there is nothing wrong with liking good things and there's nothing wrong with liking men spoiling you for me money is one of my love languages if you don't got it don't talk to me i don't need it um so with my experience was that with the broke guys usually younger um and i have met some older guys that are broke um which is uh just not for me so with rich men, they'll pick you up, they'll buy you gifts, they'll always buy the condoms. Like this is something that really irritates me. Like, come with condoms, please, sir. I'm not trying to get your disease. Um, And you'll go to nicer hotels and, you know, they'll settle your bill when you go out and you'd never have to take out any of your money to do it. Anyway, women make less than men, so we need to benefit a bit from this patriarchy money. True or false, girls? Um, so I found that my experience with rich men, you'll find them, you'll find them at the club, by the way, always have a bottle at their table, you know, or you'll, you can always tell what a rich man is. And I think if you want to go for it, go for it. The, the experience is, has been great for me. Like my best friend introduced me to a life where she was like, I need to be treated by a man. And I, I never had that mentality before. And she's like, I like to be treated by a man. And there are men who are willing to spend their money on you. And some, and like I know we have a lot of horror stories of them getting aggressive when they don't get what they want back. But there are some who are willing to drop their money for that ass. And you better take that money and run, girl.
1: Now, I know sometimes hoeing can feel like you're cheating, right? You're seeing several men at once, and you kind of feel bad because Jack is so sweet. George takes you to all these nice places, and Max really fucked you well last time. And Sunny literally um, surprised you with breakfast the other morning. Well, you're not cheating. First, rule: let me tell you the first fucking rule of hoeing. Always let your hoes know that they are other hoes. First of all, it's so much fun because men love to outdo themselves. They really, really love to outdo themselves. Okay, so when you meet a man and he's like, can I have dinner with you, blah, 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 blah. You start seeing him. Then, to be honest. He asks about your relationship status. You just say, I'm having fun. And if he asks what that means, you are honest. I'm seeing other men. And honestly, be honest. If he has an issue with it, he can fucking leave. There are always other men. There are always other men. There are more men in the world than women. So, sis, get your fucking men. So, let him know that... Like I said, always... Let them always know that they are other men. And the fucking competition. It's like... First of all, they outdo each other when they're trying to fuck you. They outdo each other when they're trying to take you out to places. Because, you know... Like, I remember this one time. um, I don't know where I went. I was with a guy, right? Takes me out on a date and... He's like, um, do you like this place? I was like, oh, I was actually here last week. Were you alone? And then I would look at him, just like give him a look, and he would know that I was with another man. Next day, he's like, can I take you somewhere else? I'm like, um, I saw you yesterday, so I really don't have the time. He's like, no, I want to take you somewhere better because I feel like I keep taking you where everyone else has taken you. And he took me to this really fucking impressive place. Men always, it's a competition. They're trying to win your attention. They're trying to win, like, um, what's that song? That that hot girl summer song. And I can't remember the lyrics of Megan. But she says um, he's trying to be the MVP when he's like a member of the team. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I really can't remember. Go and listen to the lyrics. You know it. So let these niggas know. Because they're always going to fight for your attention. It's always amazing. Another rule. Never have two guys ew the ghetto what is that are you hoeing with that's not hoeing you're trying to be in a fucking love triangle nah sis you can have a minimum of three men minimum of three men because first of all you're going to end up catching feelings if they're just two men the less like whenever you have like maybe three men there's a chance of you trying to catch feelings right so always have i think i always had like a minimum of five men always had a minimum of five five men and I would always give them a timeline so i would give it like a month if I really like him three months the most stupid thing I ever did was probably keep a man for like 10 months but he was fun so I never caught feelings, so it was okay um so yeah make sure you have a minimum of three and have uh don't make them stay for like one month Because then you're going to be stuck with these men and catch feelings. And that's not what hoeing is about. Hoeing is about enjoying yourself and dating different men. So you always let them go. I always feel like men kind of like start becoming boring after a month. Because, you know, like literally after the fourth date, you've had all their conversations. They're no longer exciting. They're boring as fuck. And they're not taking you to all the exciting places. So you drop them and then you move to someone else who's better. And just like a whole new different experience, right? So basically, how to juggle these men, like I said in the beginning. Tell them that you're seeing other men. And then always, never jump for men who are like, Hi, dinner tonight. Bitch, there are five other men. How the fuck am I just going to stand and say, Even though I have nothing to do today, I'm not just going to drop and say, Yay, you need to have fucking standards, okay? So he needs to book book time with you. I know this guy who would be... I remember the first few times he's like, um, what? He was like, lunch today. I was like, no, I'm busy. Three days later, uh, let's do brunch. No, I'm busy. Um, The other day, and then he's like, why are you always thinking? I'm like, the problem is that you feel entitled to my time, and my time doesn't belong to you, it belongs to me. So you have to make an appointment. And this man would literally make appointments with Google calendars, literally. And I would receive an email saying this man would like to have a date with you two weeks from now at this place, this time. And he will pick you up at this, this, this time. Literally. So like I said, with men, just don't be too accessible for them, you know. If you have too much time for just one man, you will catch feelings and the other men will suffer. And they don't fucking deserve that. They deserve a whore who's willing to give them time and energy and probably fuck them seven ways to Sunday so that they can come back. And like Samia says begging at the door for like a 10th orgasm or whatever it is 10th round whatever so yeah that's how you juggle men i can personally say i would literally have the whole day like i would have a man drop me off go for a brunch with another man spend lunch with another man uh dinner with another man and he would drop me off at another man and i would have sex with him so just like juggle these men have all the fun in the world you know it's your life, it's your body. You can do whatever it is a fact that you want. So let them know. Don't be don't give them too much access to you. Have as many men as possible. No such thing as having too many men. Grow. Have your 20, 50 men. Just have them, okay?
0: Now, I can say that I am the most ruthless hoe that you'd probably find in these streets. And I can say this confidently because I think I have mastered the art of juggling men. I mean when you're casually dating, you don't date one man, you date two, three, maybe four. My mother always said that a car doesn't run on one tire, it runs on four and one extra. So, I've kept that mentality with me since ever since she told me this. And juggling men I mean, sometimes you like one more than the other. And it would really depend on what types of guys that you know. So there was one guy uh, last year. Let me talk about my experience hoeing last year. So there was one guy who was my favorite out of all of them because he had like the biggest dick. But he was completely unavailable. Like it was very... Me and him played like this cat and mouse game he was always clowning me and I was clowning him back Um, and then he ended up in a relationship but he still clowns like me and him still like casually see each other and then there was another guy who was so laid back I think I can say he was my favorite in terms of mentality so the first guy was in his late 20s this guy is in his early 30s and he he was really laid back. Like, even if he saw me on a date with someone else, he would come, he would say hi, he would introduce himself, like, so unjudgmental, he would still tell tell me, come, let me buy you a drink. Like, I would dance with him and then go and dance with somebody else at the club. And he's like, look, we're all on the same journey right now. So, you know, I'm not here to judge anyone. And then there was this other guy, this rich, this rich Chinese guy from some family in China who's parents wanted him to get married and the minute he laid eyes on me he he said that he wanted to marry me but he was younger than me and shorter than me he was just not my he was not my type but he loved to spend his money on me and i loved to accept it so one day we are at the club um we're at the club, you know, and also something else. You don't need to tell all of them that you're seeing other people. Like if, they're co- if you're comfortable sharing that information, share it. But if you guys are not exclusive, you don't need to share anything with anyone. So just keep doing what you're doing. So I'll share a story of mine of my most fun juggling moment. And this is the time I was out at the club last year. And I made all three of them sit at the same table. So I made the, the guy, I'll call him Mr. Clown stand he was standing at the bar watching me dance with mr early 30s i have the videos it's so embarrassing Um, and there was some dirty dancing like me bent over the table and this guy me and him grinding and swooching and everything and then there was Mr. Rich Boy and he was sitting at the table and he was just like do you want shots, do you want drinks, do you want that and I was unapologetic about it because you know what at the end of the day it's my choice to do what I want to do and if you're comfortable sitting at that table all knowing what you're there for then that's up to you guys but I mean it wasn't just the four of us, there was a bunch of my other friends there, I don't know if some of them were obtuse to it or not I know two of them weren't, I think the rich chinese boy was uh obtuse to it i know the other two knew each other and um they were cool with it so i mean it's all about having fun um if you want to keep it a secret from them i would suggest if you're bad with names like me you call them all babe and honey so that you never make the mistake of calling out another man's name during you know the sex or on a date through by muscle sorry muscle memory but Enjoy yourself. That's that's the most fun about um casual dating, the juggling of the men.
1: Now hoeing can be an amazing and great experience, but it can be a shitty experience if you end up pregnant, especially when you're not ready for kids. Now I remember this one time, right? Ha <sighs> this one time, like my periods are late. I'm talking forty fucking days late. I was fucking terrified because a i wasn't ready to have a kid b i wasn't ready to have a kid and c in case you didn't notice i wasn't fucking ready to have a kid still not ready so and i was thinking like how the fuck am i gonna afford this kid because let's be honest women in as much as we might in this amazing man who at one point showed us that you know or the boys showed us that they could take care of us and their babies and whatnot. Nah, you can't trust men, no matter how nice they are. You just can't take that risk. You don't want to be that person that's constantly waiting for die for money or waiting for whatever shit from a man to provide for his kid. So what do you do? You get on fucking contraceptives. That's the best thing that you can do. I honestly took a gazillion tests, found out I wasn't pregnant. Apparently, I just wasn't making enough hormones for me to have my periods early. So that was like a whole thing. But I decided, I was like, in as much as I'm not pregnant, I really, really need to get on contraceptives. So the first step, always carry a condom with you. Always. Don't wait for men. Don't even be shy about buying a condom. Go to like whatever store it is. Just be like, uh, what kind of condoms do you have? Give me that one, give me that one, and give me that one. Always make sure you go for the best type of condom clearly carry them and men are silly it could be like oh my god i forgot a condom oh my god sex doesn't feel good for me with a condom that's how you get fucking pregnant and you end up with stis and that's not shit you want so you have to protect yourself secondly get on permanent contraceptives i i'm not a doctor so i'm not going to tell you exactly what the fuck to get but i'm going to tell you Make sure you visit, um, give an example. I'm pretty sure almost every country has Marie Stops. Go to your Marie Stops. Ask them the options. And if you're younger than 25, mostly they give a lot of those contraceptives for free. I remember I got mine for free. They haven't able to do, uh, insert your IUDs and everything. So I got an IUD. So when I was speaking, I wanted something, I didn't want hormones in my body, right? I didn't want something that was going to mess with my balance, my mental health, and all that shit. Because, yeah, in as much as... Science has evolved and progressed it really hasn't progressed when it comes to contraceptives and that's really fucked up Because all the options come with horrible side effects men should just really get on contraceptives because this shit is killing us so I picked the IUD the copper IUD because uh, it was the only one that didn't um, Put any extra hormones in my body and stuff like that. The only bad side the bad side really is that it increases your number of days for periods and it also um, and it makes you have intense pain like I am talking about intense pain I used to have like pretty easy periods you know I knew it was literally two and a half days they moved to five days I had back pains for like four months it took six months for it to kind of just like stabilize I'm in my ninth ninth month now and I haven't had a pregnancy scare so that's amazing um, it I, I hate all that it's shitty but it's worth it because I'm not ready for a kid and I want to protect myself completely okay so I will take the extra pain I will take uh, the extra days just to ensure that I don't have a baby and so you should do the same so there are different types of pills there so don't don't feel like there's some people who don't even get any fact- side effects like the, it's that amazing so you make sure you go you try out what works best for you you know make sure if you have a pill If you get on the pill, make sure you always remember to take it on the right time. And if it doesn't work for you, just always move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing until you find what really, really does work for you.
0: Now, something I stress a lot when it comes to the whole life is that you should always maintain your sexual health in that you know what your HIV status is. You know what your partner's HIV status is. um, You constantly keep testing you know the forms of contraception and protection that you can use. Um because at the end of the day, like it's all fun and games. Um but your sexual health should come its epitome when it comes to this. Like we don't we don't want to get sick, you know, just for the for the dick or for the vag. Whatever swings your boat. I love it both. So um I'll share some of my tips. And I know sometimes shit happens. Sometimes things happen in the heat of the moment. Sometimes you're so drunk you don't realize what's happening. You wake up in the morning. You're like, fuck, I didn't use protection. So what do you do then? Now, I will share an experience of mine. Uh, when I I left the club with this guy, I had known him for a couple of weeks. He's actually Mr. M- Mr. Early 30s. A great guy. T- took me to a great hotel. Um, but we were very drunk, very very drunk. You know, we got into the we got into bed, had sex, went to bed, woke up the next morning, and I realized shit, we had not used condoms, and that is something that I stress above everything else. You must 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 condoms are the biggest preventer of contracting STDs, syphilis, gonorrhea. I mean, unless you do oral or whatever without a condom, but HIV and even pregnancy. So I'm like shit. I didn't use a condom, and I panicked. So what did I do? I went straight to a VCT center. That is where we get tested. Uh, for um, he told me he didn't come in me, but still, that that's irrelevant. I went straight there. I got tested. They took because it. I got tested, and I was put on PEP for three for a month, because um. If you test negative. Then they will put you on the preventative thing that can stop you from contracting the, the, the virus if um, if you had unprotected sex or something happened. So that makes sure that if you wake up the next morning and you realize that you did not use a condom or if you are unsure, go and get tested so they can put you on the relevant medicine and take the fucking P2. I don't know what it's called in your countries, but here it's called P2. That's the emergency pill just for pregnancies, unless you're trying to trap someone, which I would not advise. Um, you know, um take the emergency pill. But for me, I always carry condoms, especially when you're going out with broke guys. You'll find most of the time they don't use condoms. I mean they don't have condoms at home. And most men don't like to use condoms. Now, science has proved that there's really no difference in the pleasure between using condoms and not using condoms. It's just that men are fucking selfish. So I always say carry your own condoms um, just so that if somebody says, oh, you know, let's just do it. um, I don't want to go and get it. Oh, you look so good. Blah, blah, blah. You can always say, well, I have my own and you can use that. So emergency pill if you wake up the next morning and you realize that um he came in you and you didn't use a condom carry your own condoms always 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 carry your own condoms three Check your status. For me, if I'm going to have a long-term thing with someone and we're exclusive, I make sure we go together. We check our status. We do the lisa tests, everything, because there's no shame in knowing any of this. And ultimately, at the end of the day, there's no shame in anything that we're doing. There's no shame in your sexual liberation. There's no shame in having casual sex with many men. In fact, if you want to have sex with five men in one night, go ahead for it. Anita will give you guys the 411 on a whole bath. But... If it's what you want, do it. But just make sure that you guys are being safe and that um, you're not being reckless. And if in the heat of the moment it does happen, you know how to help yourself after. So have the most of, have so much fun again. Do what you want to do. It's your body at the end of the day. Um, Don't let anyone shame you away from this whole life because it's the best life. Uh, Let go of those patriarchal notions that you cannot do this or you're unclean or you're whole, your whole is is going to be wide or no man wants to date you. We don't care. We don't live for the men. Neither do we live for judgmental eyes. Love you all, my beautiful hoes.
1: Now, here's one thing we must learn. There's nothing wrong with hoeing. First of all, it's your body. You have the right to do whatever it is the fuck you want with your body. You can have sex with as many people that you want, just stay protected, take care of yourself and take care of your partners, okay? Make sure the sex is consensual for you and for them, always, for the both of you basically. <sighs> Don't let assholes in the world tell you that you are dirty and disgusting and no man is ever going to want you. bitch men will marry the girl who's slept with a 100 men and treat her like a fucking queen because people are just gonna treat people who they love the way they want love shouldn't come conditioned in your vagina it shouldn't come attached to your body count and all that shit It shouldn't be like hmm well let's see what's her vagina cv never had sex only been fingered once ah never gotten eaten out Hmm. Let's see the CV of her mouth. Let's see, she has sacked balls once. Probably put four in her mouth, if that's even possible. Can you put four balls in your mouth? I feel like men should be standing really close and their dicks touching for, anyway, whichever it is. But basically, that's not how love works. Love works with you finding someone that loves you, you got this of whatever you've done. It really doesn't fucking matter, right? Because it's your body. You need someone that respects your body. Who knows? that you're a grown woman and you can do whatever it is the fact that they want and they are privileged to even have in your lives and it's it not even just about relationships just about life people will try and shame you for doing that but fuck them people are always going to shame you people will call you a whore for being a nun okay people will shame you for not having sex or shame you for having sex people will shame you for dating multiple men they'll shame you for dating one man and honestly to that i say fuck society society is so fucked up if you sit around waiting and wondering what they think if they like you today bitch fuck them always worry if you like you do you like what you're doing are you happy with what you're doing and be sure that you're judging yourself according to your standards and not the world's standards that's the most important thing so yeah um let's see if i'll give other tips please take care of your vaginas seriously take care of your vaginas um if you're having vagina dryness where you're not having any discharge and it's kind of painful when you're having sex you're not getting as wet as you should you end up having horrible discharge that could give you a uti and just like lead to a gazillion other issues so take care of your vagina constantly go to a gynecologist drink your water eat your yogurt please don't put any fancy shit in your vagina for men or try to make it smell like flowers Seriously, a vagina is supposed to smell like a vagina. Um, drink mint tea. It makes you taste fresher, and all that shit. Honestly. So, hmm, I feel like we're gonna have. We need to give you guys more tips on basically hoeing because there's so many things I wanna give advice on. But this is basically where we're going to end. I hope you guys get these tips. I hope you improve on your hoeing. And guys, you can juggle a hundred men. It is very, very fucking possible. So enjoy. Please tell us what you think of this episode. Please watch our trailer and just like literally just tell us what you think about, you know, the whole podcast. And if you have any ideas of what we should talk about, let us know.